It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go on a Wednesday podcast. Albert Hoosier Nation, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. How you doing, man? Good. Uh, so yesterday I went over to, uh, you know, I'm selling my Basking Ridge condo. I'm aware. And I'm uh, moving. And the place where I was uh, moving to yesterday, um, I was having furniture delivered. Mm-hmm. I haven't moved my, I haven't done my official move yet, but I had ordered new bedroom furniture. I've never in my life, I'm 48 years old, purchased my own bedroom furniture. Uh, when I lived in Florida, right out of college, yeah. uh, the the place that uh, we bought, my parents bought a condo and I lived there and paid them rent. The place they bought was furnished. So I just kept those people's furniture. Interesting. Then I moved up to New Jersey 16 years ago. Right. And my brother-in-law gave me his bedroom set. So you're handing me down Al. Yeah, and I've had it for 16 years. Well, that's the thing. Like, we've had our... Be- now, I bought my bedroom set. I'm like you. Bragger. But I've been... What? I said you're bragging oh, that Brian, you bought I'm not a- bragging. Uh, although I did I buy mine. Um, but that was now 1999. This thing... I'm not even kidding you. I've... It's broken in a couple of places, but I fixed it because I said there's a... Why am I going to go spend thousands of dollars on a piece of wood that's just going to hold a box spring right. and a mattress? Well, nowadays, Jerry, like this uh, bedroom set that I got, the headboard has USB ports in it. Oh, how cool. So you can charge your phone. So that's kind of exciting. Although I've got plugs all around me. We I can do. just charge my phone there. But now there's less wires. Less wires. That's actually, I'm going to be honest with you, that's kind of, it's like a hotel type of deal. It was hotel-esque. Nice. I like uh, that. But here's the thing. Uh, when they went came to deliver it yesterday... Uh, the place where I'm moving has, like, those fake wood floors. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what do you call that? Per, um, laminate. Laminate. Yep, which are very nice. I have very those nice. in my house, so don't They're mock me. brand new, Jerry. Right. Well, these guys uh, move a very large box into the middle of the floor and drop it right on the laminate and then slide it. So okay. They, they scratched it. Badly? Uh, listen, a one-inch scratch to me is badly. Why, did, why would a furniture company not put something down on the floor? Like, these guys got to know that. I would think so, yeah. I, th- I know that, and I don't move anything. Yeah, no, I hear you. That's a problem. So what, how are you going to handle this? I called to put in a claim. You did? I took photos as well. Here's what I took. No, you called the place? I called the place. Okay. I said, you dudes scratched my... my uh, Gina didn't want me to call because she thought... She goes, oh, the, but then the, those guys will... Uh, uh, be reprimanded for the way they delivered it. I go, yeah, as they should be reprimanded. Right. Did you tip them? She did. T- now, here's the thing. I, I had to leave, but she tipped them. Okay. $30. Each? No, there were three of them. Oh, 10 bucks $30 each. total. There's nothing wrong with that. Here's $10 for scratching my new floor. That's essentially what I did. Did you know the floor was scratched before you left? No. I, uh, I left. Gina told me, she goes, um... I, I, I called her. I go, how's it going? She goes, well, I go, let me ask you this. Did they, because I, I knew, Jerry, I just knew off my, I go, did they scratch the floor? 
Yeah, scratch the floor. <laughs> so she she even knows she knows me so well, Jerry. She took a picture of this box, this huge box, in the middle of the floor. Right. She took the box for, the picture first, going, "I know this is going to be a problem. Let me photograph this now. Then I'll photograph the after." Then she sent me pictures of the scratches. I called. I'm uh, currently in a claim right now, Jerry. Wow. What what could I expect for this? I don't know because I, unless you rip the floor up, I don't know how you fix that. Right. I, I, I'm not going to fix the floor. But I'm also it, curious how big the scratch is. If, the, if we're talking a fingernail. Interesting, Jerry. I've got photographs. I would like to see this. All right. This is good. Now, do you think the this claim place is going to say, let's see some photographs? I think, That's what I'm hoping for. I'm going to go. Oh, I've got photographs. I do think that's very possible. All right, Jerry, let me um, Effort that. issue number one. This here is the uh, the box on the beautiful wood floor. Yes. I you see, see the box. That? Yes. No, Cardboard look. box. Right, but it's got all straps around it. Got it. So it's the straps, the plastic straps that probably scratch There's the There's picture number one. That doesn't really help me. What? I need like a foot next to it. There's another scratch, Jerry. It doesn't look great. That's a problem. How about that? Look how big that is compared yeah, to... No, yeah, no, that's... That's okay. a problem. Yeah, no, that's that's more than an inch. So, you pay for delivery also. I pay right. for delivery. of course. I want that fee refunded. Is that what you're asking for? I'm not sure. I, I don't know what they're going to come back I with. I think that's fair. I also think you should alert the apartment complex, mm-hmm. ASAP. Like, just because if, if you don't plan on being there forever, right. you don't want them to say... Oh, look what you do our floors. We'll take your security. But that's what they're going to do. That's why I'm saying, that's why I made the claim. Because they should. I was responsible for the floor there. Oh, that's a tough it one. is my responsibility. That really is a tough one. What a bunch of pinheads. How do you move stuff? Like, I have movers coming Saturday. They yeah. go, we're going to put all covering on the floor. Like, they're professional movers. How do you have these guys? I don't know. At these furniture delivery stores. I don't know. I'm sorry to hear that because so far you're not off to a great start in this Not place. a great start, Jerry. And where you are is actually a really cool place, and I think the building you're moving into is awesome. I'm very hard to please, but that is I, a good example. First of all, Trouble. that's true. Uh, you second of all, scratches. I think anybody would be upset with the first couple of things you've dealt with. Thank you. So I don't think you're in the wrong here. Thank you. Is that fair? That's nice to hear. Thank you, Jerry. You're very welcome. As Gina has said, this couldn't have happened to a worse person. Yes. Me. I agree. Because I complain about everything. I would complain about something that's almost perfectly done. So if something's legitimately a thing, I complain. You are a pain in the ass. Jerry, I finally agree with something that millennials have to say. A new survey by Fry.com. They were like a, um, or FYE.com. They were like a store that sells movies and music. God knows what they're doing now, because if your business is selling movies and music you're out. to consumers, you're out. How about that? You would have thought when you had the CD, I mean, how can it get better than this? Right. I thought it could not get better. Oh my God. So uh, they did a new poll uh, asking millennials about classic films. Less than 50% of the millennials polled say, say they had seen movies such as Casablanca. I saw Casablanca. So less than half of the people. Gone with the Wind. I have not seen Gone with the Wind. Or The Sound of Music. Nor did I see that. The report also said 30% of millennials couldn't watch an entire black and white movie. That's you. That's I'm a, not me. I'm totally in on that. No, I could. No way am I watching a black and white movie. Really? I mean, after like three minutes, you don't even realize it's black and white anymore. 20% labeled them boring. Well, they're boring. Not the movies, the people. 
Another 30% said they lie when asked if they've seen older movies. How about the Maltese Falcon? You ever oh, seen that movie? Oh, yeah, terrific. That was. No, I've never seen You've that. You've never seen but I would. I wouldn't lie about Maltese Falcon. I would lie about Gone with the Wind and Casablanca. Got it. Casablanca is a good movie, and the Maltese Falcon, those are the two that I would say that were really, really good that I actually enjoyed because I took a film noir class oh. in college. Film noir. There were... That's not even a joke. I, I was working overnight at Pathmark. A Jersey City College. State College? Yes, exactly. And I had one day, I tried not to work the night before I had a day of classes. One night a guy called out, I used the money, sure. So I went in, and I remember as the first, this is the first day I ever had coffee, uh, which I remember, because I always like, oh, it's disgusting, people, coffee breath, gross. My parents always drank it. I'm like, that's an old man drink. I'm not drinking coffee. Well, I worked overnight, and then I had to go straight to school. So I went home, and I stopped at 7-Eleven. I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. And I got a large cup of black coffee. Black coffee? Black coffee. Normally, people load it with sugar and uh, I didn't know how to make milk. it, so I just poured it, and I drank it. And I, I labored through the whole ride, and I'm drinking the coffee. And when I'm, I got to the parking lot, I remember I'm going to guzzle this down. I was flying like I was on cocaine the first time I had it. And I got through my first class no problem. Then I had a 20-minute break, and then I had my film noir class. at 11, I want to say it was 11 to 2. I don't remember what movie it was. All I know, it was black and white, and I passed out, and I got woke up by the professor. At the end of the movie, I was the only one left in the classroom. So, did you enjoy the film? I got to be honest, I didn't. Oh, no, no, I know you didn't. You're going to have a tough time tomorrow. We're having a test on this. Oh, test on the uh-huh. film. Yeah, I you fell asleep. I too. did not do well. Film noir. Film noir, yes. Dark movies of the right. 50s and see, yeah, it was. Do you remember yeah. anything else you saw in film noir class? Um, I don't. I remember the Maltese. Fi- oh, Citizens Kane. What a stupid movie stupid, that was. Stupid, I agree. Dumb sled at the yep. end. Ridiculous movie. Um, Usual Suspects, which to me is one of the best movies ever made. I like that one a lot. Uh, what else? Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, which was not part of that genre, but I remember we watched that. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I don't know. That's, that's a good sample there. At Kane, I had a uh, film as cross-cultural communications class. Okay. And we watched Do the Right Thing. Really? The, the Spike, Spike Lee, Lee movie? movie? Yeah. I've never seen that. I can't remember. That's a good one. Uh, they, this poll also, they polled 1,000 millenn- millennials and 1,000 people over 50. Which movie do you think came in <clears throat> number one? As uh, most seen for people over 50. What movie? The Godfather. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump? Yeah. Here's some movies huh. commonly seen by both millennials and those over 50. Oh, hold on. Can I, can I yeah. take a guess? Star Wars. No. Oh. Godfather's on there, oh, I just said The Godfather. Uh, Forrest Gump is on there. Silence of the Lambs and Back to the Future. Back to the Future. I would have got. I would have not gotten Silence of the Lambs. All oh, right, I Jerry. might have said Back to the Future. Are you aware that in uh, Japan they have uh, interesting kinds of candies, like in- interesting flavors? I know. I was not aware. I've yeah. never been to Japan. Have you? All oh, right. I've not, but I've seen articles. By the way, remind me when we're through this. Mm-hmm. Um, Japanese girlfriend. Okay. Friend of mine. I mean, it, As really a topic for the wild. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because you bring up Japan. It's crazy to me. All right, perfect. So Japan, and this is uh, the the regular uh, candy companies make interesting flavors for Japan because their taste in candy is different than here. So like Nestle and Hershey, they make candy just for Japan. That's interesting. A brand new Kit Kat flavor has come out in Japan. Official Nestle Kit Kat bar 
It is cough drop flavored Kit Kat bar. Ugh. Cough drop, what flavor? Honey? No, like the the, the cherry, that cough like drop. Like Luden's? Yeah, like I Luden's. Could, that sounds good. Uh, and it has the a picture of a uh, famous soccer he's announcer got en- on there. He's got the endorsement. He's got the endorsement because he evidently eats a lot of cough drops due to his uh, I mean to be a, business. I, I, I don't mean to be a dumbass with oh, this. All right. Why are there not companies in Japan making their own chocolate? Like, I don't understand why Kit Kat or Nestle would do well over there. Why would there not be their own brands that maybe, would do well with their... Maybe they have uh, those as well. Yeah, but how many Japanese candies do you see doing well here? Zero. Right. So why would Nestle do well there? Wouldn't their know. population want to support... Their own candies? Yeah. Perhaps uh, it's interesting to me. Uh, you, then again, I guess we're big, yeah, we're big supporters of other things that we import. So I guess we take a lot from Japan. Yeah, no, we do. Just I, not I know. their candy. It's just surprising to me that they have different tastes. Right. The fact that they don't have their own makers there making what they want, and an American company which is really good at something they don't want can be popular. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. By crossing over. That's all. There's real throat lozenge in every candy bar, Jerry. It's a vanilla Kit Kat with the throat lozenge flavor in it. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. How about that? Would you buy that if it was here in America? I, I know you stop so. by like a 7-Eleven no. sometimes for a coffee in the morning. No. Would, would you not. grab a I cough drop Kit-, Kit Kat bar? Here's the only time I buy candy. Halloween. Uh, for the Yeah, for sure. But okay. I mean for me. Oh. When I, am, when I do not bring enough food here, I... Cave to the Twix bar. Really? The machine. Oh, yes. the Twix is great. But in terms of going into a store and buying candy, never. Have you compared the, because I know sometimes you like to look at nutrition labels. Have you compared the Twix bar to other candies? And I have not. You haven't. I'm I curious, just know that like, it's 240 calories for both of them. For two bars. Yes. I always felt like you got more with the Twix just because it was two separate bars. I agree. The Kit Kat to me is a waste. The Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is a waste. Not enough. Right. It's not filling. It's not. The like Twix a, bar, I feel like, here's, here's how I do the Twix bar. It's four bites per bar. So I get eight bites wow. out of my candy bar. That's good. I'm not getting eight bites out of, to be honest with you, the Reese's peanut butter cup, gone in two seconds, maybe three total bites. Right. That's a problem. When I worked at Drug Fair as a kid, uh, when I would go on break, we Andrew I would, Bogus is going to the machine right now. What let's kind of see candy what he's getting. Get? So go ahead, when you were I at Drug getting, Fair. I bet he's getting a cough drop Kit Kat bar. I don't think we have updates. those in the machine, but to finish your story, I used to I, like to get a Snickers bar and a Coke, can of Coke and a Snickers. That felt filling. You know the sugar you just consumed? <laughs> what are you, Craig? I was saying when Bogus I was a kid. with the barbecue-flavored potato chips. Okay, barbecue chips, also yes. good. And he's walking away shamefully. Mm. Confidently, though. It is amazing, though, if you think about when we were kids. Yeah. And why our grandparents looked as old as they did. And why I don't think, I really don't think my parents look like grandparents like my grandparents did. But... I do see the difference in how me and my wife, me and Kim will look when we're their age. It is all about, it's amazing as you've learned more and more and the things we used to eat to what we eat now. Right. It's fascinating. It really is. Because what you just said, a Snickers, when I used to work at the gas station in Hazlitt, the Gulf station on Route 35, I used to work every Sunday by myself from 2 to 9. And I was every Sunday, 6 p.m., I called Domino's, which was right behind us because I knew they'd get there fast. And I would get a medium pepperoni pie and a two-liter bottle of Coke. I'd mix it up sometimes and get Sprite. Al, I ate the whole thing. 
Right. And I wasn't I wasn't in shape, but I wasn't fat either. That's how we ate. If I did that now, oh my god. And I wasn't dabbing the oil with a napkin, nothing like that. It was oh yeah. Here's my pepperoni pizza. Right, you look forward to that. And Domino's, they're loading that pepperoni on. Right. Now it's like if we get pizza, I'm like plain. And I'm sitting there like a little... One slice. No, well, no, I'll have three. And dabbing. I will have three, oh, slices, three slices, but I will dab all the oil off. Right. And I will not put any toppings on. <laughs> like, And I sit there and say, what the hell's happened to me? Now, Jerry, before I brought up these uh, Kit Kat bars that taste like cough drops, you said to remind you of a Japanese right. girlfriend. Well, it's just funny. I met someone the other day whose son moved to Japan for a job, and they were from Texas. And ironically enough, he meets a girl out there who he is now engaged to. A Japanese gal? Nope. A Texas gal. In Japan. Who grew up literally 30 minutes from where he grew up. Really? How does that make any sense? I don't know. I mean, that's like saying you grew up in Jackson, Mississippi took a job in Germany, and met a girl from the town outside of Jackson, Mississippi. It just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, the only way that makes that somewhat plausible is if you were in Japan, Jerry, you might be more apt to go speak to an American because there are not sure. many Americans there. Maybe you feel like you have something in common with this person. Right. But for, then for that person to be from where you are, very rare. Very bizarre. Very bizarre. They're I, getting I was, married? I was taken by... Yeah, they're engaged. Really? I'm like, they should get married in Japan. Small world. Very small, small world. world, Jerry. Anyway. Jerry, the eclipse screwed up porn traffic, <laughs> as we might imagine. <laughs> this according it? to... How does that happen? The porn website X-Hamster. They're very similar to YouPorn. Okay. Um, Pornhub. Right. Red Tube. Got These it. are all names you're familiar with. Uh, not until you bring them up. Okay. Well, X Hamster. They said that the site was down 12 percent across the country during the peak hours of the uh, eclipse. Oh, because people are outside. Right. Got it. Now, in places like Nashville, where the eclipse was, uh, it, it was a much better viewing. Yes. In Nashville, and it was like a real eclipse. A unlike real what we eclipse. Had here. Uh, the site was down. Forty-three percent. Wow! So Charleston's took their hands off their wieners and mm-hmm. put their hands on their glasses. viewing glasses. Absolutely, for Jerry. twenty minutes. So I think what this proves is if uh, we're ever in a point where we feel like porn has taken over America, more eclipses. <laughs> I don't know how, how can you engineer. I don't know eclipse? how you would do that. I don't know that you can. And then finally, Jerry, there's a neighborhood in uh, India. Mumbai, India. Mumbai. Yesterday we did the story about India, about uh, how their... The uh, toilets. Yeah, yes. that all homes do not have toilets, and they're working on right. that. Well, there, uh, there's a thing going on in this town in India where there are a lot of dogs walking around, and they're uh, a bright blue-colored dog. It turns out these dogs go swimming in a river that's filled with chemicals from the factories. Oh, my God. That's brutal, man. Yeah, I saw that. You can't really see here because we have a black and white printer here, Jerry. This does not seem like a good place to live. But, yeah, the, there are dogs running around that are the color of Smurfs. Poor things. That's brutal. And that's all I have, Jerry. The warm-up show is next. Today, I recall it being extra terrific. Have a great day, Al. You all have a good day, and we will see you. 
It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, very good morning to you. This portion is sponsored by UPSjobs.com. And I say good morning to a guy who has just got to be so exhausted he can't keep his eyes open. And that must be Al Dukes because he waited and waited and waited last night and he did not get the Aaron Judge strikeout. I did not, Jerry. And some people were saying that Girardi shouldn't have pulled Aaron Judge. Right. Now, he did get four at-bats, so that's fair. Yeah, three walks and a single. Yeah, and the Yankees were blowing out the Tigers, so as Girardi said, he wanted to give him a little rest. Guy plays every day, why not? Plays every day, why not? So I have no problem with the uh, streak being over at 37 straight games with a strikeout. Uh, Last night, him not getting that. Uh, I thought it was fair. If if they would have pulled him after one at-bat... right. That's not fair. Well, it's also the fact he's got the record now. Right. It's not like it was at 31 and you were trying to prevent it. And, you know, it was like the Reyes thing. Get the base hit, get him out so he doesn't go, you know, 0 for his next two or three and lose the batting title. He has the record. He's He's got the record. He's proud of it. He's walking around smiling with his record, his championship belt of strikeouts. I don't think he's doing that, but he's got the record. Now, would you count that if someone said, hey, are you in the record books at all? Uh, yes, I would. You all would. rise. I think you have to. Don't he would you? say, "Yes, I am." For most uh, games in a row with a strike. Here comes the judge. Oh, here he is, and there but, he goes. And then you got to make sure you come up with some other good record. And I have no. Balance it out. And I have no problem with guys that jack long home runs, striking out constantly. I have no problem with that. Like Dave Kingman. Yeah, I love Dave Kingman when Mark I was a kid. Reynolds. Give another me one. Three strikeouts and a home Todd run. Frazier. I'm fine with it. Well, Todd Frazier. It, it depends, but it de- I, you're not wrong if you're a run producer and you know you're not That's hitting me. everything but solo home run. I'm a run producer. That's what you I are. like in a guy. You're a run producer. Yeah. In what regard? Well, I'm just saying, like I, I like a guy who's a run producer. I'd rather take a guy who gets who strikes out three times and homers versus a guy with like two singles and a flyout and outs and out. Whether you're striking out. Uh, that's not true. Or flying out. That's actually not you're true. You're out. That's it's wrong, actually. Still you don't counts. put No, it doesn't. You're wrong. Because if you don't put the ball in play, you've got no chance to get on base or make something happen. The worst type of out you can make is a strikeout because it's nothing. You do make the pitcher throw more pitches, though, and people on pitch counts. Uh, not if you go that's one, two, something. three, and you're out, as opposed to a guy that battles and battles and battles and then grounds out to second. Still three pitches that the pitcher wasn't going to throw if you swung at the first could one. could be seven or eight pitches. Hmm. hmm. All right. Hmm. All yeah. right, Jerry. Anyway, so you got that. So the Yankees did win last night, and Judge and Gary Sanchez. Did you see that first home run? I did. Hit? That was I mean, awesome. Thank God. That thing's still going. Almost 500 feet. I want to give you this one. because. Take it from this standpoint. Could you imagine if this was the Mets, what we would be dealing with this morning? So Ben Zobris plays for the Cubs. They had an off day on Monday. He spent the day in Nashville. I don't. Maybe he's from there. I don't know. I didn't read the entire part. I only read the first five or six uh, pieces of the game recap. He was supposed to be in the starting lineup last night. Cubs played in Cincinnati. The problem was he didn't make it to the ballpark in time. The reasoning, and you explained to me why a major league player is not taking a flight from Nashville to Cincinnati. He couldn't find a rental car and wound up missing. Now, he did pinch it in the seventh inning, but how does that happen? What about all these stories we read of a, a football player in Buffalo an Uber car. taking an Uber to Cleveland? Yes. Weird, right? That Could is you very imagine weird. if that happened here and someone 
And let's say Yoannis Cespedes <laughs> didn't get back in time because he couldn't find a rental car. He would get tattooed for the next week for that. I feel like rental cars are always available. I mean, even in Super Bowl cities and things going on, there's always one car available. What about a zip car? Listen, or the Uber car or the Lyft car. Either way, just get in a car and get there. Or, I don't know, hop a flight. You're worth a gazillion dollars. Or a good old-fashioned yellow taxi, Jerry. I I suppose he could have done that, too. Hmm. So, And, by the way, Anthony Rizzo, who's a lefty, I think played third base last night. That's kind of cool. All right. Not so much, huh? Well, it's an awkward throw. (laughs) Yes, but they were winning, so it didn't really matter. (laughs) Uh, This Odell Beckham, Jerry, I see ESPN is reporting that he may miss the home opener against the Cowboys. What are your thoughts on that? There's no way. I kind of believe it. I don't know. He's not going to miss anything. You know what he's going to miss? This week against the Jets and that fourth and wasteful pre, you know, watch. Now he can go to Vegas. For the fight? Yes, on the 26th, right? Well, this, this week when they play the Jets, watch he can show up in Vegas. Hey, I couldn't play anyway. Because if he doesn't, he's not going to play the rest of the preseason. No way. And you know when he'll be ready for? September 10th. You, do you if honestly he's believe? And Ezekiel on. Elliott's out. That's true. First of all, Ezekiel Elliott's going to be in. He's going to appeal. He's not going You anywhere. think he's playing game one? I think he's playing the whole season. Really? I think he's going to appeal this and that, continue to appeal like Tom Brady did. Is that a Jerry Recco exclusive? Uh, well, I'm reporting that he may play the whole season. He may play. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think they'll both be there. It's. Do you think in any way, shape, or form, that he would miss not just the opener, the opener on national TV on Sunday Night Football. No, I'd say that's unlikely. Of course not. He's going to tape up that ankle. There's no way he's missing that night. Do you think he will be injured in that game? I think they'll play it up because I do think he'll he'll have some semblance of an ankle injury. I think he'd be 100%. No, I don't. But do I think he'll be good enough to play? Yeah, I do. If I was I'm one of those game. cowboy coaches, I'd trip him when he's coming down the sideline like well, that. Pull a jet. <laughs> that uh, Sal Alosi did. Isn't it funny how we don't remember names, but remember him? That guy I remember because he has such a name of a like a like if you were doing a movie about a a hitman who trips people up and that's how he gets them. That would be a great name. That's how he kills them. Sal Alosi, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I also see that Odell Beckham because he's playing on that uh, contract where he's not getting a gazillion dollars. That he's thinking of getting an insurance policy. Yeah, on his like, uh, like on his legs, and is you that saw right? How much it's going to cost him? Well, for a hundred million dollar policy, it's like six hundred grand. That's what the that's what the article said. So you better just hope you don't suck. Now, when I was a kid, Jerry, I loved uh, Mary Hart on Entertainment Tonight. She okay. was the um, anchor. Doesn't she still do it? She, she, I think she does still do it. So when you were a kid, you mean when? I'm telling you, when I was like 13, Mary Hart was. She's been doing that show for 31 years. A hundred percent, easily. Wow. Okay. Yes. Uh, she was known for her legs. She was a leggy uh, news gal, and uh, I had heard back, <laughs> I had heard back then that she insured her legs for one million dollars. She's an anchor, right? But she's known for her. She was known for her legs back so she then. She got jobs because of her legs. No, well, she didn't want to. Like, let's say she got into a leg accident, she wouldn't want to ha- lose her job. The odds of well, like, give me the not, odds of a leg accident. I'm going to say less than the Odell Beckham because no one's going for her legs <laughs> or tackling her. Yeah, no one's tackling her. Like John Tesh wasn't <laughs> diving for her knees. And very know? thin girl legs. Yeah, like me. Right. So, uh, yeah, there's always where like, I've heard like of singers insuring their voices. Well, yeah, like Boomer and Craig, they can insure their uh, their voices at this point. Like you think, a singer. Cr- you think any uh, 
insurance company would take Craig's voice. He's slamming Coca-Cola's and eating uh, <laughs> chuckles all day long. I don't know that if they would or they would. I honestly have no idea. I don't know. Have you ever thought to insure anything on your body? No, I only, I barely, I, well, no, I was going to say I barely have car insurance. That's not true. I'm a full <laughs> coverage kind of guy. I'm sure you are. Like Odell, like I, I think always a disaster is going to happen. Yes. That's I think someone's going to life. Yes. I live my life. What goes wrong today? Cautiously. Do you, when, let me ask you this. You get to the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You've had your, and I'm not even making this up people. I swear to God, it's literally turkey or chicken, chicken. every night with broccoli and sweet and, potato. And sweet potato. I mean, this Delicious. is how, or salmon, right? Once Occasional in a while. salmon. But sure. that is your dinner every, every night. single night, except for the weekend when you go out and you spend money like you're loaded. Yeah. During the week, I eat the right. same foods. Do you ever like, you fall asleep on that couch like you're 90. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, as your eyes are shutting, say, I made it through another I do. day? <laughs> I'm sure you I, do. I made it through smoothly. Right. And let's see what tomorrow brings me. And all of a sudden, the weight is lifted off your shoulder. Yeah, like when I get on my couch and put the, like now I'm putting the Yankees on because they're actually in it. They're relevant. They're relevant. I can't put the, I love the Mets. I can't put them on. They're right. irrelevant for what we do here. So when I settle in on the couch and I pull my little cover. Shawl. The, like a shawl type, <laughs> up to my chest. I do breathe a sigh of relief. <sighs> made it through. Looks like we made it. <laughs> Tomorrow, let's hope I don't hit a deer on Route 78 in New Jersey <laughs> on my ride in at 2.30 in the morning. This portion is sponsored by UPSjobs.com. Want a great job and benefits? UPS Freight is hiring full-time road drivers in Newburgh. Must have a CDLA and be 21 or older. Apply at UPSjobs.com. A lot more to do. Boomer and Carton at the top on the fence. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Hi, welcome back. This portion is sponsored by TheraWorks Relief. Yankees beat the Tigers 13-4 as Gary Sanchez had a couple of home runs, one almost 500 feet. Todd Frazier, a two-run triple. Yankees stay four and a half behind Boston in the AL East. Red Sox easy over the Indians, 9-1. to one. The Diamondbacks beat the Mets 7-4. to four. And one other thing from the NBA, which we'll get to in a moment, this portion sponsored by TheraWorks Relief. To relieve muscle cramps in your legs and feet, use TheraWorks Relief. This fast-acting foam can even prevent muscle cramps. Get TheraWorks Relief today at TheraWorksRelief.com. The other story is the fact, Al, that the Cavaliers traded Kyrie Irving to the Celtics for Isaiah Thomas, blah, 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 and uh, that first-round pick from the Nets, oh, by the way. But how about the fact people are digging up a tweet from Thomas from years ago where he's taking a dig at LeBron James. Have you ever put something out there and then thought, "Mm, you know what, I might end up working for them or that company? I should probably not keep that out there. Yes, there have been times where I wanted to tweet something about ESPN. Okay. And then I thought, well, if they ever throw me out of here... And I need, you need somewhere to go. That's all I need is to be an HR over there getting interviewed, and them go. This you didn't, didn't appreciate our broadcaster on the you know some random college football game. I'm like I don't need that. I have started tweets like that. I'm like, hmm. But you could thought this better come? of it. I have. I thought in years from now, if someone searched this, will this prevent me from getting work? And that's why you could work for and Craig's I, consulting firm. Which one is this now? Where he helps people with their PR, athletes, broadcasters, oh, yeah, that's right. and he would be very Full good fledge, at it. Full-fledged uh, 360 media operation. Exactly right. And then there's one other thing here. You mentioned ESPN, and this story is not as the headlines are saying. 
where they talk about pulling the broadcaster because of where he was broadcasting, and his name is Robert Lee. It's a University of Virginia, their right. home opener. And with what's Stupid. going on in the country. Now, who is Robert they, Lee? They, well, we're talking about Robert E. Lee. They, they asked him if he was comfortable doing the game or would he prefer to switch assignments, to which he actually requested the switch. Ah. The stories are like ESPN pulled them, yes. which is not what happened. They made a joint decision. I legitimately don't know who... The historically Robert E. Lee is. I'm Mike a- Francesa's <laughs> summer bash at the Jersey Shore happens at Bar A in Lake Como.